0: This is Emily the Songbird. Welcome to another episode. I'm deeply grateful to be here today. And my topic today is breaking up as a breakthrough. Recently in July, I went through a breakup and it had been three years that we came together, and we lived through the pandemic together, and moved in. And it was a, in a certain way, it was quite a dream relationship. It was really amazing, a um, lot of love, a lot of chemistry, um, both communication and bodily chemistry. And um, it's taken me a while to. Actually, moved through it. We actually just had a conversation last night, and it created the closure that I needed. And it reminded me that um, it takes two to tango, and it wasn't either one of our faults that we separated. It was just time, and there were uh, there were things that. We learned from the relationship and we were both very grateful, expressed that great gratitude. And so, but it pointed to certain things in our past that were unhealed. And so I am using this opportunity to move forward. And this idea of breaking up as a breakthrough came to me. And I think it's really powerful because so often we break up and we focus on the past and what didn't go right and what we should do differently. And, you know, and all of that has its place. But sometimes in my case, uh, you end up getting stuck. You get stuck in that place. And The ideal, I think, is that these relationships help us to deepen into self-love and ultimately into unconditional love, ultimately into reminding us that that we are the perfect love. We hold that perfect love, but we have imperfect relationships. There's a wonderful book that I recently read called Perfect Love, Imperfect Relationships, and um, John Wood Wooden, I can't remember his last name, but anyway, um, I will research that and put that in the link below. But you know, he talks about that we are that perfect love, we hold that perfect love, and when we first fall in love, we have that idealized notion. We see the face of God. I remember reading that too and so we fall head over heels for somebody but actually what we're doing is we're falling for that perfect love that oftentimes we can't remember within ourselves and so um, in these last couple months I've been through a lot of challenges really bringing me back to some of the Um, the unhealed places in my childhood and had a lot of um, wonderful guidance and support uh, from a number of coaches and teachers along the way but ultimately I realized that it is my choice to move forward Um, I remember this also from a video that I watched um, Oh, this gal is so wonderful. Stephanie, I'm blanking out. Sorry, it's so early on these names, but I can find this information and um, put it down, link it down below. But anyway, um, talking about that the decision to move forward is a logical one. And oftentimes when we get caught in the emotion of the past, we have a hard time getting in touch with the logic and the discipline that it takes to move through, to break through. So this podcast is my intention to break through. So how do I plan to do that? And how have I done that in the past? So one of the things that I think is really, really key is to stay connected with your inner truth. And I do that through songwriting and singing. And so, you know, what it is, I I sing about the grieving and the loss. I've written a number of songs about, um, it's time to say goodbye or, um, you know, um, there one I wrote in a Nora Jones fashion. Can't convince my heart to let go of you, and so I was honest about the struggle. You know that I wanted to move on, but my heart, or maybe it's more my body, just wasn't willing to move on. And so I can't convince myself to, you know, to let go completely. But when we decide, when we decide. That we're going to change. that is the commitment. And I actually I actually wrote about that when I started my second book. I'll get there. It'll come through, but I'm still working through these blocks, but um, that the commitment that we make to ourselves and our dreams is what we need to stick to, what we need to stay, aligned with. And I remember in my last relationship, at one point, I had expressed wanting to get married and, and my partner at the time did not want to get married. And actually, that was one of the breaking points, honestly, for me. I um, That's something that I've wanted for a long time. And I haven't met a partner that was interested in that. And, um, and in fact, I realized that i wasn't able to commit i wasn't able to commit to myself and loving myself on a consistent basis i wasn't able to commit to my dreams on a consistent basis so how would i be able to attract somebody that was interested in committing to me on a daily basis because when you commit to another when you truly marry another you need to be on that path every day of committing to yourself of loving yourself And so we can't, I mean, I see people who are married that, you know, they've given up that commitment to themselves and they're unhappy. And I don't want an unhappy marriage. I want a happy marriage. I want to be with somebody that's like committing to me every day as we commit to our each other and our healing paths. And so I say this out loud and I share this because I want to tell the universe that this is what I am choosing to commit to. And now on a daily basis, that's what I need to show up for. So how do we commit to our creative dreams? How do we commit and use this breakup as a breakthrough? And so my commitment is today is my rebirth. My friend's my da- uh, daughter had a baby last night and it was a huge birth and it was painful and it was a struggle. And I felt like for me, that breaking up, that final conversation was like, yes, you are done. And now with this breakup, it is time to break through. So first of all, you do not go back and rehash the past. You don't go back. Anytime you think about that, you go to the mantra that my break up is my breakthrough. And then from that, you go into breakthrough. What is it that you need to break through? Those thoughts and feelings of the past that you are perhaps not good enough, unlovable, too old you know um any of those beliefs that i've had my body's not beautiful enough um you know whatever it is and so that breakthrough And even with this podcast, I mean, I have, you know, on average, five people that listen to the podcast and I thought about giving it up. And I talked with somebody yesterday, this lovely, lovely woman named Julia. She has this Facebook podcast group. And, you know, she said, oh, it's just really, you know, there are things you can do. Get clear about your message. Well, I'm not clear but I'm still out there. And I think that being our authentic selves is really being able to put ourselves out there, even though we don't know truly who we are. And I wish that I had that kind of clarity. And I wish that I was able to be like, okay, this is who I am. This is my message, but I am not there yet. But I am a beautiful soul in my essence. I have so much love to give. I am open and interested and wanting to receive love for others. So, This is my plea to the universe. This is my call. This is my breakthrough. I am going to speak up. I am going to sing out. I am going to express myself even though I don't have the clarity. And I don't have the confidence. But every single time that I had some desire. And this was the way that it happened with me with music. I so desperately wanted to play my guitar. I so desperately wanted to express myself through music. And I so believed that I didn't have the talent, that I wasn't good enough, that it was such a painful experience and struggle for me that I almost gave up and threw in the towel so many times. So what was the shift that allowed me to actually pursue that dream and not only pursue it, but make a living from it? Because that's what I do. I teach music, I write music, and I perform music. And this is, uh, and, and I also coach using my, my book and, and uh, Odyssey of, of Song program to help people to find their authentic voice and to learn to sing and to learn to find that musical place inside of you, which I can do, like (laughs) there's, it's so easy for me to do that. I can guide people like the back of my hand to do that. But what I can't, what is not easy for me is to really believe in my lovability and my uh, good enough nature and that I can actually attract a, a husband, someone who really wants to love me and partner with me and meet me in that space. and. I don't want to be afraid to put that out there in the world. I want the right partner in my life. But I know that that right partner will come by partnering first and foremost with myself. So my commitment from today is to fall in love with myself just as I am not where I think I need to be but just as I am right now so if you are a person listening to this feeling my vibe that you too are wanting to be in a better place. You're wanting to manifest that perfect partner. You're wanting to, you know, lose that 20 pounds. You're wanting to see the radiance of who you truly are, but you don't see it now. Then reach out to me, contact me, leave me a comment, talk with me because I am there too. But I also have this unique ability to connect in at a really deep level and to know my divine nature and truth and to remind people through the the messy path of this breakthrough birth that I'm in that you are not alone. I grew up in an incredibly dysfunctional family. My dad was an alcoholic. In fact, there was this great song by the Flight of the Condors, I think that, Concords, (laughs) called Father and Son. And I was amazed at how similar it was to my father and, and, um, and my brother, the conversation that I could imagine them having. But I grew up, I am a child of an alcoholic. And I have all the behavior traits that go along with it. I am, uh, you know, um, there's a YouTube site. I'm citing all of these because these have been my teachers lately called crappy, um, uh, fairy. Oh God. Crappy childhood fairy. I think that's her name. Yeah. So anyway, she's wonderful. And, um, There's so many people on the internet that are wonderful these days. But I, you know, I realized that when I grew up as the child in an alcoholic family, um, that I did not develop a secure attachment style. And so I, you know, I either clung to people or I isolated myself and I didn't know how to really be my true self. And to honor that and to show that. And, you know, I either tried to please people and seek approval of what they wanted to be a chameleon or I isolated myself completely. And I just hid myself in my music and my own creative process. And so... I realize that neither one of those is the greatest option. One, I become totally overwhelmed with my emotions when I'm just, you know, I'm sitting in that space of like, oh God, how do I even, how do I even move forward in my life when I just feel, I feel horrible. You know, at times in my life, I felt suicidal. I just wanted to end the pain. I just wanted to be done with it. And yet the face that I put to the world was happy-go-lucky, inspirational, you know, um, you know, really able to help people to break through their blocks musically. Very popular in my role as a music teacher and as a coach, although that was more of a hidden part of me. But now I want to be me. And so, you know, the only following that the following that I'm interested in building is people who are like, wow, that's me too. You know, how do we fumble and stumble along together to actually I I have a song that I wrote uh, recently, and, and maybe I'll put it at the end of the podcast It's still in really rough draft form, but it's called walking each other home. And it it was based on a bumper sticker that my friend, um, actually whose baby just, or whose daughter just had a baby, um, that, you know, it was a reminder uh, that as I wrote this song, I, I wrote about how, you know, everybody seems to have the answer. When I get on the internet, everybody seems to have the cure. But how do I know what I really need when my boat's just left the shore and I'm sailing on the the midnight sea hoping to fly free i'm sailing on the midnight sea searching for me oh where where can i be searching for me and then you know that was the kind of egoic space that i get into and i think many people do where they're like they think they're alone and then there was this voice that came in and it was this, you're not alone. We're walking each other home. You're not alone. We're walking each other home. And then, you know, and then there was this Sanskrit that came, Om Navashivaya, Om Navashivaya, Om. You know, and the Om actually became the home. Om and home, Om and home. And so I... um I sang that song and I reminded myself of who I truly am and that, that I realized that I don't want to be the lone wolf. I want to walk with others as we walk each other home, whatever stage that we're in, you know, I, I perform and, and do presentations, um, uh, called The Beauty of Aging uh, with my friend Le- Leslie Sokol at Retirement Homes. And we just started this endeavor, but I've been performing at Retirement Homes for a number of years now. And, you know, these people are at, you know, the final stage of, of their, the final chapter in their life. And my parents are there too. Every time I, I just returned from Thanksgiving with my parents, and I, every moment with them is so precious. And I, um, I, you know, my mom is somebody that I can't imagine living this life without my mom. And I, I, you know, my heart goes out to everybody who has lost a parent because I, I just, I feel it was kind of like I felt when my dad left the planet, like I didn't want to live because my dad was um, he, I felt like he was the only one who understood me. But then I learned that my dad showed up in so many of the people that I either dated or I played music with, and I was like, oh, he's always here. And, um, and my mom, thank God, has started up showing in little ways in myself because she's my steady rock. She's the one who, you know, reminds me of who I truly am when I forget. And so, um, but working with people in these latter stages and chapters of their lives, I I just feel so right aligned with them because I feel in in that way, you know, when I see them, I see myself. I see myself in, you know, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, whatever. But I also see myself in that broken part of who I Um, feel or have felt myself to be through the breakup. A breakup breaks you up. It breaks you apart. And so it's like I, I had this image of this mosaic when I was riding my bike one day that I was just broken completely apart. And I didn't know how to put the pieces together. And um, so I knew there was beauty in the pieces, and as they come together in a new form, there is so much beauty in in mosaic. But when we're sitting looking at the broken pieces, we don't know what to do with them. We don't know how they fit together. You know, I I remember doing a puzzle with my my sweet five-year-old nephew, Isaac. And I, you know, I mean, he's so good at putting these puzzles together. He's been practicing them. But sometimes we sit there with all these pieces and we go, I don't know what to do with it. You know, there's a, you know, there's a, a desire for a partnership and a desire to build a business. And a desire you know, all these things that they're just really desires. And, you know, you have a foundation of values and you have a vision but you don't have that much more. And so, you know, how do you put the pieces together of your life? How do you put them together in a new way? And honestly, I don't entirely know. I'm in a space where I am not knowing much about my life and I'm really open to change. And so, you know, my teaching comes from not knowing. I sit down, I sat down with piano, my piano students yesterday and I have always had this challenge of not being able to show my true essence or my true skill and ability when I sit down with my students. And I, you know, and I, I, that's created a lot of pain for me. And I wondered yesterday after I left these two beginning piano lessons, one of my students asked me if I had more piano students. And I, you know, and I could feel myself getting defensive and I I could feel his light shining through like, well, do you really know what you're doing at the piano? And the truth is I do. I actually can play the piano, but there's a part of me that's been so afraid because I'm afraid of making mistakes. And that part of me is the, the same part of me in my life that I'm afraid of making mistakes. So I, you know, take a leap in a certain direction and I pull way back because I'm afraid I'm going to make mistakes. The mistakes. And so, you know, it's this dance. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm learning salsa dancing and just recently lead, uh, learned a cross-body lead. And, you know, I, I learned the difference of leading my teacher, Dower, who's amazing, amazing teacher. And he has a, a uh, app called the Keweta. Um, app app. and I'm going to, he's going to be next on my podcast. Um, I'm going to do an interview with him fairly shortly, Uh, but he's amazing. And he, you know, he noticed when I was doing this crossbody lead that I was needing to lead with my torso instead of, you know, kind of my will, you know, walking across the floor as opposed to gliding. With your torso. And I shared this with my parents, and I, I asked them to see the difference of how I was walking. And my mom said, Oh, yes, you're leading with your heart. And it was like this aha moment to lead with your heart, to lead with love. And and so often in life we lead with fear we put our fears at the forefront. You know, I I just recently have taken over, you know, paying for this one bedroom apartment that my partner and I, you know, came in together and it was his income that, you know, made it possible and now I'm needing to do it myself. And I'm needing to do it myself as I see myself in transition where, um, you know, part of my career is shifting, my relationship has fallen apart. And I'm just in this void. I'm in this in-between place. And, and it, you know, I, I just, you know, well, who who are you to teach or to guide or to share from a place of not knowing? But I actually think it might be the very most powerful place to teach from. Because when we think, he who thinks he knows, doesn't know. I know that's a Zen koan from somewhere. Well, I know for sure. I don't know. There's so much I don't know about my life right now. But it's a space of complete transparency. It's a complete place of openness. Because if I choose to put this out in the world, there may be, maybe it's only one person. Maybe it's two people. There may be some buddies who who find this and listen to it and go, well, who is this woman who just seems so broken down? How can she even put herself out there in the world the way she is? I call myself the menopausal mermaid because I just started going through menopause and I, I'm not sleeping very much. That's part of the reason I'm awake at this hour. I guess it's now reasonable. It's 5 30, but, um, and I'm hormonal shifts are happening. My body is changing. I just did a, a Ted or not a Ted talk, not yet, <laughs> but a podcast on, um, the crone, you know, celebrating the crone with my dear friend, Tracy, Sean, an amazing writer. I'd I'd invite you to connect with her too, but she's incredible, but you know, she's in her sixties and she's seeing the changes in her body and, but she wants to celebrate the crone nature. Well, I'm not calling myself yet a crone, but I am a menopausal mermaid. And so with that menopausal mermaid nature, I choose to embrace the radiance of who I truly am. I choose to, in my seeming brokenness, to ask for what I really, really want. To say it to the universe, I want the perfect partner for me. And I want to love myself unconditionally every day or at least take steps towards it. And I want to sing and write songs and get paid to do this. I want to bring my true self out of the closet, out of... I guess my friend said it was it, I was in the living room, but bring her out into the world so that I can express and share my true, authentic essence. What I call my song. If there is anybody out there who has gone through a breakup, And they are struggling or looking for connection as they begin this breakthrough, feel free to reach out to me. Feel free to connect. And I, you know, I have tools, but I also have a really open heart and a desire to heal in community. I don't know what the nature of this breakthrough is, but I do know for certain that every time, and this is the commitment that I am making today, the one commitment besides my exercise, because I have a Pilates class at eight o'clock, athletic reformer. I'm taking a core sport. I joined core sport Pilates studio, which is also amazing in Santa Barbara, but my one commitment today is that every time that i go into the past and i start to feel that negative emotion ride up in me i start to you know question or doubt my choices i can go to that mantra my break up is my breakthrough. So if you are there with me in that, let's say it together. My break up is my break through. Again, my break up is my break through. And this breakup could be anything. It could be a business breakup. It could be a romantic relationship that falls apart. But my breakup is my breakthrough. And my other commitment is I'm going to keep doing these podcasts. And as scary as it is, I'm going to keep publishing them. And I'm going to use the tools that I have which is my voice, my music, and my relationships, really good relationships with others to create a community of support. So if you're interested in that, I do have a Facebook group called Break Through Your Creative Blocks. And this is a big creative block because we put energy in the past all the energy we put in the past we cannot bring to the the present and it will not lead into the future Mm -hmm. so my decision today and I invite you for the same decision is that whatever that is that you're hanging on to in the past my break up is my breakthrough and that becomes the mantra for the future if you're interested in connecting with me, <laughs> it could be a little bit of a challenge, but the best way is through my email, e my last name, y-u-r-c-h-e-s-h-e-n at gmail.com. I also have another email, e-yahoo, e. Uh, I'm sorry, e, yurch at yahoo.com that's an easier one Um, most of my emails are getting overloaded by advertisements, so if you send me a personal one i will do my best to find it you can also visit my website which is actually frozen at this time it's called e Um, Emily the songbird and um, so you will see the very starting iteration of my website but you can hear some of my starting songs you can see about my book and it's also available on amazon.com so it sounds kind of funny to be promoting myself in um, the state that I'm in but spirit is guiding me to do so and so I'm following my marching orders. I hope you have a magical and musical day. Many blessings. Namaste.